No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that Micah prophesies against evildoers, unjust rulers, and lying and unfaithful prophets. Jerusalem will be in ruins, but one day Israel will be restored. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Micah chapter 2 on Simply the Bible. As Micah delivered his first message, he warned Israel and Judah of the judgment that was coming because of their disobedience. Now, they felt they were God's covenant people and that they would not be disciplined, but that was precisely the reason that they would be disciplined, just as God had promised. Micah continued with a stern warning against evildoers who exploited the poor. We continue in Micah chapter 2. Woe to those who devise iniquity and work out evil on their beds. At morning light they practice it because it is in the power of their hand. They covet fields and take them by violence, also houses, and seize them. So they oppress a man and his house, a man and his inheritance." So Micah says, woe to you who would plan evil on your beds. There are those people that they are constantly thinking how they can rip somebody off and even late at night as they're on their beds, they're planning what they're going to do the next day. They take fields and houses by violence. Now, when God gave the people the land, he divvied it up in such a way that the inheritance was to remain in the family. And if you became poor and you sold it off for a period of time, well, you could always get it back in the, in the seventh year or, and then certainly in the year of Jubilee, it would go back to your family. And so uh, that was God's way of stabilizing the economy, but they would take it and not give it back. In their greed, they would steal a person's inheritance from their family. Therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, against this family, I am devising disaster from which you cannot remove your necks, nor shall you walk haughtily, for this is an evil time. In that day, one shall take up a proverb against you and lament with a bitter lamentation, saying, we are utterly destroyed. He has changed the heritage of my people, how he has removed it from me to a turncoat. He has divided our fields. Therefore, you will have no one to determine boundaries by lot in the assembly of the Lord. And so they had been devising their wicked plans. God said, I am devising a disaster against you and no more will you be able to walk in pride. They felt that they were impervious to disaster because they were the Lord's people. They believed in God's promises to bless, but not in his promises to curse if they forsook his covenant. So the time would come when they would cry out in bitter anguish, we are utterly destroyed. As they had taken land from others, so God would confiscate their land and give it to those who had betrayed them. And no longer would anyone in Judah have any say in how the land would be divided because they would then be ruled by a foreign nation. Do not prattle, you say to those who prophesy, so they shall not prophesy to you. They shall not return insult for insult. You who are named the house of Jacob, is the spirit of the Lord restricted? Are these his doings? 
Do not my words do good to him who walks uprightly? So the people no longer wanted the true prophets of God to say anything. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't care to know the words of the Lord. And so God said, well, then they won't prophesy to you anymore. And he said, is the spirit of the Lord restricted? In other words, his words were not limited to proclaiming only bad news. God spoke words of warning to them because their actions warranted it. But if they were in a right relationship with God, then his words would benefit them. David thought the Lord's judgments were more desirable than gold and sweeter than honey in the honeycomb. Lately, my people have risen up as an enemy. You pull off the robe with the garment from those who trust you as they pass by like men returned from war. The women of my people you cast out from their pleasant houses, from their children you have taken away my glory forever. So the people were rising up. These wealthy fat cats were like an enemy to their own people. The common people would be happy like those returning victoriously from war, but then their rich neighbors would rip them off as they passed by. Then they would cast the women out of their homes and leave them penniless. They would deprive their children of their family inheritance. And because of this insatiable greed, these fat cats had no regard for God's commandments or the welfare of their fellow Jews. Arise and depart, for this is not your rest, because it is defiled, it shall destroy. Yes, with utter destruction, if a man should walk in a false spirit and speak a lie, saying, I will prophesy to you of wine and drink, even he would be the prattler of this people. So now they would be forced to leave their homes and the land in which they rested. And the reason was that God actually owned the land. They didn't loan it. They could live on it as long as they kept their covenant with the Lord. But when they disobeyed God and committed idolatry and social injustice, then they defiled the land and therefore God would evict them from it. If a false prophet came along telling them to drink their wine and beer because everything was going to be okay, then the, that prophet would be accepted. The people therefore gathered prophets around them who would tell them whatever they wanted to hear while they rejected the prophets of the Lord. I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. I will put them together like sheep of the fold, like a flock in the midst of their pasture. They shall make a loud noise because of so many people. The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate, and go out by it. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. And so here is really the evidence of the true prophet of God. He gives rebuke against the evil that was being done, but then also there is the comfort, there is the hope. If all there was was rebuke, we would have no hope. But here God brings forth hope, even in judgment, he remembers mercy, and he said that he would gather the remnant of Israel. God always has a remnant of those who are faithful to him, through whom he would fulfill the promises that he made to the patriarchs. And in the last days, he will gather the remnant of Israel from all the nations and their land will then be filled with noisy crowds of Jews in their land. 
and their leader will break their chains that hold them captive. So this is a clear reference to Christ. He's the chain breaker. He would break them free from the places where they were held throughout the world and bring them back into the land. We know that the Messiah will enter the temple through the east gate. And this, of course, will happen during the millennial kingdom as Christ establishes his kingdom on earth. Now, chapter 3 begins Micah's second message, which continues through chapter 5. And I said, Hear now, O heads of Jacob, and you rulers of the house of Israel, is it not for you to know justice? You who hate good and love evil, who strip the skin from my people and the flesh from their bones, who also eat the flesh of my people, flay their skin from them, break their bones, and chop them in pieces like meat for the pot, like flesh, in the cauldron. And so Micah says, should not the rulers know justice? That is the fundamental responsibility of those who are in governing leadership is that they should ensure that there is justice throughout the land. But they hated good and they loved evil. And that is terrible when the leaders hate what is good and love what is evil. Then there's surely no hope for the nation. Now, rather than feeding the sheep, the leaders were eating and devouring the sheep. Then they will cry to the Lord, but he will not hear them. He will even hide his face from them at that time because they have been evil in their deeds. So there comes a point when someone will cry out to the Lord and God will no longer listen to them because of their wickedness. And this is what would happen. And he would hide his face from them. Thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who make my people stray who chant peace while they chew with their teeth, but who prepare war against him who puts nothing into their mouths. Therefore you shall have night without vision, and you shall have darkness without divination. The sun shall go down on the prophets, and the day shall be dark for them. So the seers shall be ashamed, and the diviners abashed. Indeed, they shall all cover their lips, for there is no answer from God. Now we see that so many times these false prophets would just say, hey, it's going to be peace when there was no peace. But God said, you chant peace while you chew with your teeth. And so the idea here is that as long as they were getting food from the people, they would say whatever the people wanted to hear. But then they would make war against those who refused to feed them, who recognized them as false prophets and not give them anything. And, and of course, those who called them out as false prophets, they would certainly persecute. And so God said, you shall have night without vision. No more will you have any visions from God. And you seers will be ashamed because there will be no answer. And it will be evident that you know nothing as God gives you no answer and you have nothing to say. But truly, I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord and of justice and might to declare to Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. Now, in contrast to these false prophets was Micah, who was a true prophet of the Lord, full of the power by the Spirit of God. And because of that, he told them the truth. 
Now, it is interesting that the Lord told his disciples that they were to wait in Jerusalem until they were clothed with power from the Holy Spirit, and then they would be his witnesses. And this is indicative of the person who truly has the gift of prophecy. He speaks out against the sins of the proud and rebellious, but then brings grace and comfort to the humble and obedient. Now hear this, you heads of the house of Jacob and rulers of the house of Israel who abhor justice and pervert all equity, who build up Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with iniquity. Her heads judge for a bribe, her priests teach for pay, and her prophets divine for money. Yet they lean on the Lord and say, is not the Lord among us? No harm can come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion shall be plowed like a field. Jerusalem shall become heaps of ruins and the mountain of the temple like the bare hills of the forest. So Micah says, listen, you rulers of Israel, you want to build Jerusalem, but you're building it with iniquity. The judges are accepting bribes. The priests are teaching for pay. The prophets divining for money. You care about money. You love money rather than loving the kingdom. And you say that no harm will come to you. But in fact, Jerusalem will become heaps of ruins. This would be fulfilled 150 years later when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon would destroy Jerusalem. And he would burn the temple and then carry away its valuables. There is that tendency often with God's covenant people, whether it's the Jews under the old covenant or it can be Christians under the new covenant, The idea of thinking that because we have a special place with God, then no harm will come upon us. But the truth is that where we have great privilege, we have great responsibility and great accountability. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. We're happy to announce that we're building a new facility in Southwest Meridian. For more information or to give toward this project, please visit calvarytv.org slash building project. That's calvarytv.org slash building project. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast. Tomorrow we will see that in the future the Lord will reign in Jerusalem and the nations will flow there. Jerusalem will go to Babylon, but the ruler will come from Bethlehem. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Micah on Simply the Bible.